Welcome to the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. This is a show about pushing through obstacles and hard times in order to live a happy and fulfilled life. I'm your host, Ted Fayton, and it's a pleasure to have you joining us. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's grow. Welcome back to another episode of the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. Glad you're with us, everybody. I'm Ted Fayton, your host. As always, I'm here with my executive producer, Andre Suttles. He doesn't have a mic right now, but he's uh, on the mic in spirit. And joining me today, financial advisor, gym owner, serial entrepreneur, growth junkie, Charles Russ in the building. How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Out here surviving. Yeah, out here surviving. Literally, I said in the building, but we're actually on your turf and we're actually out here at Emerald Leaf Stables. Uh, we appreciate you having us, allowing us to social distance. We're good. We're good six feet away, at least, um, as we record this podcast in the midst of this pandemic. Uh, Charles, for our listeners who don't know who you are, who aren't in the Greenville area or haven't been uh, having the pleasure of following you on Instagram, why don't you introduce yourself really quick? No problem. Hey guys, how how are you doing today? My name is Charles Russ. I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana originally, but I consider myself from here in Greenville, South Carolina. Moved here when I was six. Uh, went to school here, left, went to college, United States Military Academy. Uh, went to the military as an officer, did my deployments, did some time overseas, started my own business as a financial advisor. Came back here to Greenville uh, a few years ago. Um, started my gym, Catalyst Gym, with my business partner, Jake Tubbs. And I have two twin boys who are 16, soon to be 17 in the month of COVID. And I have a brand new guy who showed up about three weeks ago. So, hey, man, life is good no matter what's going on. And, and you know, that's the message I try to bring across. And shout out to the Beamer boys who are also uh, ranked in the state, you know. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, that was they pulled that one off. They pulled that one off after 18 months of wrestling. So uh, that that's definitely a great feat right there. I know you're very proud. Hey man, yeah, and and you know what? It, uh, the lesson that you get from that, you know, their their sports football, uh, but the lesson they got from that, it was work ethic. It was we're gonna work, we're gonna come back, we're gonna practice extra, we're gonna practice on the weekend, uh, we're gonna we're gonna do all this extra stuff, you know, and that's that actually is kind of part of what the message that I think people need to hear today in mm-hmm. this this time of COVID nineteen. Yeah, and that's what we're gonna hop into really quick for those who are watching on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel. You see Charles wearing the hat. You see me wearing the hat. These hats are pretty fresh. You know, these are custom too, right? Yeah, man, come on. You know, it, it can, <laughs> there can only be one. It's like the Highlander. Have you ever seen that movie, Ted? I have. The Highlander. <laughs> there can only be one. There can only be one. Let's talk about COVID-19, hop into the coronavirus. Uh, that's kind of enough of the introductions because I know people who are listening to this right now, uh, when this comes out, um, this is coming out really in the midst of the pandemic where we are getting reports that we have not even reached the peak yet. And I know this is a trying time for a lot of people. It's a trying time for the economy, Charles. And I've watched my net worth go down. I've seen a lot of people wonder how they're going to get their next paycheck. The filing for unemployment increased significantly. I guess my first question is a lot of people listening right now, they want to know that they're going to be okay, right? Are we going to be okay? Well, the we you refer to as we the people, yes, we will be okay. We will bounce back. We always do. Um, Countries have, have suffered much worse fates. Think of the world war, the world wars, the countries that were the the main inhabitants when those were going on, how, how ravaged they were. And look at those countries right now. And we're nowhere near anything like that. But as far as we, as far as people in your individual accounts, you're going to be fine. Um, honestly, 
unless you're within two to three years of retirement, I think there's an opportunity. It can be a great opportunity. Um, if you are within two to three years of retirement, there are still saving strategies. If you're if you don't have an advisor, find one. If you do have one and they haven't talked to you about that, find a new one. There's a way to make this work. There's a way to to salvage things. And like I said, even in the midst of chaos, there's always opportunity, not only financially, but Ted, as we've talked about plenty uh, across the board. Yeah. And I love that you said opportunity because I think I want to hone in on something I've been seeing a lot. Um, It's perspective, right? A lot of people going through this, I can understand how how real this is and how the impacts when you're going through it are extremely significant. But the perspectives with it is is really, I think, can can help people come through all of this. So when you say opportunity, it might be hard for some people to grasp when they're like, well, what about my business, uh, my livelihood? Uh, you know, I have kids to feed. How can you convince those people who don't necessarily see the opportunity, who don't see the upside yet? How can you, I guess, convince them that, hey, this is something that um, I don't want to say it's something we've been through before because I don't think it's really like anything any of us has really lived through but i think these are the peaks and valleys that we go through in life and this is just a reminder of you know we can't prepare for anything and everything man i have to look down because i have to think because there's so much opportunity in the midst of chaos um okay so the first we can just start with business in general There are people who are going to use this as the excuse for why they didn't do it, why they didn't make it big, why their business didn't succeed. And it's not true. I'll just be honest. Uh, A lot of those people were looking for an excuse from the start. They were looking for a reason to fail, and now they have it. Mm -hmm. So as as entitled as as something that I'll I'll be putting on social media soon, COVID-19, the excuse we all really needed. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm honest about that, you know, and we all know those people and you know when you see them, they've been talking about this thing, planning this thing, they were gonna do this thing, uh their business has been kind of fluttering for a little while, but they don't really put that effort into it. So now they'll have that excuse to let it go. Whereas other people are going to take this as the opportunity to restructure and learn. Uh there's a guy I follow on on Instagram, uh, and I just happened to see this today and it just clicked in my mind. Uh his Instagram name is Prince Danell, and he runs a a tax, a virtual tax company. And he talks about how when he first started this this venture, and now he has 900 people with these virtual tax companies, uh, how, how when he started this, everybody's calling him saying, well, you know, I've been doing this 15 years. I have a brick and mortar tax company. You know, how can you benefit? And, and they thought he was crazy. They thought it wouldn't work. And now they're all trying to come behind him and do what he's doing. They're the number one tax company on social media. They're, they're pushing out. They do virtual services. So, for instance, a lot of these businesses can be done virtually. And what you have, uh, one opportunity that you definitely have is, so if your clients have been uncomfortable virtual before, you now have an opportunity to make them comfortable virtual. Yeah. And grow that and and use that. For you guys that can't do business right now, but are you loading up? Are you getting ready for for when this is over and when we can go back to to business as usual? What are you going to bring out? I talked to uh, a good friend of mine today and I was telling her she should get with Mr. Suttles. And I was like, so while you have this time, let, let's build you some social media. Let's let's get your stuff ready so you can come out with a shotgun blast because everybody else is going to come back in trickling, slow rolling. No, come back in ready to go. Yeah. Like, use all this time. Use all this time. There is opportunity here. There's opportunity in the stock market. Um, I'll try to give a basic numerical example, and I'll use 10 because 10 is an easy number. So 
if I put in money when something was worth 10, right? Mm-hmm. And then it dropped to three, I feel like I lost money. But if I kept putting my money in, because I think it's good, I know it's good. Because remember, a sinking ship, the best person on a sinking ship goes down. So I still think it's good. It's solid. So it went all the way down to three, but I put in money at three. So that money I put in at three, just when it gets back to the service, back to 10 has made me so much where the money I put in before has made me nothing. Mm-hmm. That's as basic as I can explain that, you know, without any any graphics or any visuals. So that that's that's where you're at. Yeah. Even though we bounced a little bit off the bottom, you know, and, and I would also tell people, man, what they refer to as market timers, people who think they are going to catch the bottom, most of them lose money. Have an have an active, well thought out strategy. Put a little in now, a little in later. Keep looking in. Don't try to do what they say, catch the falling knife. You think you're going to catch the bottom? Oh, that's not the bottom. And then typical emotional investing is you come out of the market, but you've now lost money. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 having a good a good process. And most good advisors tell you that. Look, average your money in. You know, yeah, you have something on the side, and a huge drop happens. Of course, that's a place to put some extra in. But just have a solid plan where you're putting in money consistently. You have long term goals. You're not aggressive with short term money. Just things like that. Basic, safe, intelligent uh, financial planning principles. Yeah, and I love how many um, opportunities you touched on, and, and I think for a lot of people, that's kind of the the layout of a good plan. If you have a good plan going into it, when things like this happen, you're able to weather the storm. Just to kind of do a play on words, especially with the name of the podcast. You know, we're always told to have that rainy day fund and having that rainy day fund can allow us to withstand some of these times of uncertainty. And for anyone who is a business owner who says, you know what? Yeah, I have my rainy day fund. My doors are closed and I'm able to stay closed for a few weeks. You have all this time. I love that point because not only can you come back ready to go, you could use this time building relationships. You could use this time reaching out to people who you know are customers of your business. If you're a B2B business, you could reach out to the other businesses and say, hey, how can I help you in this time of need any way I can? whether it just be establishing more connections or anything like that. So when things do settle and come back, you're going to be front of mind for the care that you gave in in a time of uncertainty. What if somebody doesn't have a plan in place, right? Obviously, we're in the thick of things too much right now, so it's too late to talk about what someone should do, but I guess what lessons can be learned in going through this? Man, so... First free lesson learned, Um, because I promise you, you're going to survive. You always survive because you do. First free lesson learned is having emergency savings. No one is immune from something like this. Have an emergency savings. Figure out what it takes you to live and save three to six months of it and have it. And no, that doesn't mean you do it all at once. But if you need $3,000 a month to live and you can afford to put up two, $300 a month, do that every month until you get that three months minimum. And and if you're risk adverse, that six is not a it's not a bad number. So start there. Do that. Because I hope what a lot of you has learned and I've seen it, you're freaking out after two weeks. There's no reason you shouldn't have a two week reserve, you know, and that's just the first opportunity. And and look for opportunity. Um, one thing I'd say is, you know, those excuse finders, man, I, I, I know I know them when I see them. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had those conversations before. I've had a conversation with those people. I know you just need an excuse, and, and those aren't the people I'm talking to. But my people who are out there who want to work hard, who want to grind, who want to figure this thing out, they're people like myself, Ted. I'm sure you're one of them who are willing to help you. I, you know what? I'm going to literally talk about uh, three or four ideas that I've thrown out to people. 
So when I threw out to my restaurateurs, my, my chefs, virtual cooking experience, uh, go out, send out, send out to everyone who wants to put it on Facebook, whatever, uh, take people to sign up, put out your ingredient list on Monday, do your cooking on Friday. So now you've even created a date night atmosphere for, for a couple to cook together. You know, they have a whole week to get their ingredients together and take a five to ten dollar donation, whatever, through PayPal, Vimo, whatever, and then pay your servers. Give your servers that money, right? Because yeah. those are the ones who are really hurting. That's one idea. Uh, I have a good friend of mine. Uh, she sells billboard space. Now, they're dead. I mean, that nobody's out. Nobody's looking. Uh, if you do performances and shows, those are canceled. That hurts, right? But now is your opportunity, though. How are you going to ramp back up? How are you going to talk to people about billboard space? Well, now you need to take your billboard space that you advertise and use social media online advertising to plug your in-person real advertising space. And if you have the real estate of the billboards, now is the perfect time to build the relationships and show appreciation to the physicians and the medical care officials who are on the front lines, whether it's highlighting a doctor here or just putting them on the billboard saying thank you to all the medical care workers. Too easy. And too easy and that, that that's what i'm saying it's it's just a little creativity ingenuity if you're not a creative or or ingenuity or ingenuitive person um but you have these friends who 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 are and you're a hard worker i guarantee you they'll help you sit down brainstorm get on a zoom call get on uh you know a facetime call and and talk with them and, and try to figure something out and I, an idea i talked to andre about was pre-selling all of his social media services and building those packages, those same packages that we're talking about, building those packages for people now. So so when you open back up, you don't have to crawl. You can let that that fire hose go mm-hmm. and, and start to reap those rewards. Um, you know, and those are just those are three easy ones for three totally separate industries that have nothing to do with each other. As a financial advisor, I'm reaching out to people right now and telling them. If you have money on the sides that is not your emergency fund, now is a great time to put in the market. And they'll say, well, it's not the bottom anymore. You know, th- this is a fact. We may never see the bottom that we hit. I think it was a week, week and a half ago. We may never see that bottom again in our lifetime. Never. Hmm. We might see it next week. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know which one. But now is a time to start to get that money into the market. Because one thing I will tell you is it's still 25% lower than it was. So take your emotion out of it and think about that 25% gain on that 10000 20000 even on that $1,000. Mm-hmm. So those are just four very simple, easy opportunities. There is opportunity here. Learn to use social media. Learn to use video advertising. Learn to le- use conferencing. If if you're for, – for a lot of my, my older friends and they say, oh, man, the social media stuff is hard. It's difficult. Well, guess what? You're at home. You ain't working that much. Learn it. Call someone you know that's younger. Get on a conference call. Learn to use it. Learn to make it part of what you do because you're seeing that when something like this happened, that part of the world is the one that's least effective. Yeah. Least affected, excuse me. And to kind of make that into a depiction in which folks can understand with their business, now's a time where you're getting pulled back. Well, you always pull the drawstring back before you let that bow fly. So in this time right now, it's time to kind of charge up, as you said, and get ready to come out like a fire hose when the thing is open and going. I do want to touch on the stimulus package that was passed and the checks that's going to be going to individuals who made less than $75,000 a year. Uh, If they made more than $99,000 a year, they're not eligible for that check. 
but also industries will be getting aid and things like that. Now, I'm always interested to know what people choose to do with that money because I've heard how some folks are like, okay, A, uh, the $1,200 is not enough. B, the $1,200 is good and some folks that will be receiving it they are still in a job and they're like, ooh, I'm going to be able to use this for something for pleasure. But what should somebody who needs this do with that that check? I know you can't tell people how to spend their money, but um, I feel like there should be some caution around this check that they're going to be receiving. I won't even say it's caution, man. It, it should be. Maybe intention. Yeah, it should be intent. It should be thought out. Um, more so, I think a very important piece of this to touch on is this is what's going to happen. Someone will talk about their business clothes. Same people, those same people, my business clothes. And I'll reach out and ask, well, what happened? Well, we didn't have enough money. I'm like, well, aren't you a structured LLC, whatever, escrow, whatever? It's like, well, yeah. I'm like, did you apply for an SBA loan? Well, no. Why? I didn't think it applied to me. Did you ask? No. Or I didn't know how to do it. Did you read anything? No. Did you ask a... Did you ask a tax guy, a, a financial guy? Did you ask anyone who may be able to help you? Did you reach out? Mm-hmm. Did you look for assistance? And that's the effort that you need to do because I'm telling you there is uh, – and these things are still changing and folding. I'll tell you this. I downloaded the the SBA loan app on Sunday. Let's see, we're over here working on the sink. I, I, I had the, the boobies with me. So when I downloaded it, this was 2 o'clock on baby. Sunday. I got to clarify. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I call them boobies. So I downloaded the app on Sunday at 12, between 12 and 2 o'clock. I kid you not, I went to submit it yesterday and it was gone and it was online. And you couldn't even submit the paper app. So things are changing. This is fluent. Mm-hmm. But actually the online thing is much, much the initial because they do an initial screening online. You submit it um, and they also give you an opportunity to apply for 10000 almost immediately if they approve it. You put your banking inf- information on it. So you're not going to know if you don't apply. But then a lot of people, I, you know, that's that's going to be the, the the craziest conversation for me. I'm looking at people. Oh, I went under. Well, did you apply for the SBA loan? No. But Why? You know, I, I we can talk about the money. We can talk about what it's used for. If nothing else, and and you know, and and the thing is, the funny part about business too that I've, I'm seeing now is there's a selfishness about people that they don't really see. Mm. Um, if you're an if you have employees, there there may be an opportunity to use this to pay employee salaries that may be forgiven, and all it takes is effort on your part to go out there, figure it out, and get that money, pay your employees, keep them fed, and and the appreciation that someone will have. And the loyalty that you'll gain for doing something like that is it's amazing. But it just it always blows my mind the amount that people will not go through the effort, um, you know, and, and, and to my other point, things like this when, you know, the, the excuse everybody needed. Well, there's also another opportunity. This is a vetting opportunity for many of you out there. Yeah. You'll see what people will do for you, how they'll help you, how they won't help you. You will see it. Uh, and. And just remember, you know, we, we, we talk a little slang or not. Remember who rides with you. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a very because this is a real situation. This is affecting the community. This is affecting the world. You know, so I'm going to tell you guys out there, those small businesses that you are retracting from that you don't want to support, but you still have a check coming in. I'd ask you to rethink that like face to face because you want them to be there when you come back and you're going to want them to provide that same service that you love so much. But when they needed you. Did you want to hang around? Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's that's very important because a lot of these businesses are adjusting to try and serve people, whether it be through meal prep or whether it be through virtual classes online and stuff, because these businesses still want to give you those services. Are you actively looking for that if you're in a position to still use their services, if you still have a paycheck coming in or you're lucky enough to still be able to find these services, are you actively looking for the ones that are able to serve you and the ones that are within your community giving back? Um, I do have to ask, and this is just the way my mind works, when we see a historical stimulus package like this come to kind of support the economy, what are the repercussions of that long term? And this isn't in terms of individual finances, but as a government, as as a structure, as an economy, is this sustainable? Is this something that's kind of beyond something we can know right now, or we're just going to be hoping that this continues to generate moving forward? Man, and I am not an economist. Um, you know, I, I've obviously yeah. looked at the economy, but I'm not an economist. Uh, the long term repercussions of something like this it's very similar to the approach that they have about the virus and something that you know that government has said the 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 cause can't be worse than the the cure can't be worse than the cause Mm. so it's very hard for us to understand it's just like people don't understand because i'm you know me ted i'm a very bipartisan person i try to look everything down the middle it's okay you're 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 looking at so you have dr fauci over here quantifying death tolls, looking at models and telling us who may die if we do this, this, and this. But on this other hand, you have – we just had 3.2 million people apply for unemployment. That's unheard of. Yeah. 3.2 million people now have no job. You know, I, I'm going through this with, with my businesses. It's like, okay, if I shut this down, there's three people here. There's their only source of income, and they have kids, and that – you know what? What? What is the correct answer? And that's on a very, very macro scale. Uh, excuse me, micro scale. But the macro scale of economics. I mean, I the information it would take for me to really see how this is going to work. And once again, um, a lot of GDP, gross domestic production, their circulation of dollars to consider. How fast does the money move around? Mm-hmm. How's it go from here to here to here to here to here? And how many times is it spent? Um, you know, I, I see other stuff here. Like I see a narrowing of of trade deficits because essential goods you know everyone went and bought all the toilet paper paper because they think it was made in china Hmm. even though the major paper companies are telling you it's not but that's just an example what if that was true so what we're fearing is that we're cut off from from paper products specifically toilet paper i I think there was a a ted talk by bill gates that was saying i think it was 67 percent of of critical drugs and don't quote me on that. You can find the TED Talk with Bill Gates. It's a very high number. But these are 67% of critical drugs were made in China. So what I'm thinking that's going to make us do is pull production back to the U.S., you know, maybe even come up with some some things where a certain number of anything, any product that's deemed essential has to be produced here mm-hmm. just for a case like this. So those are those are things that may, you know, it may spike our economy. It may push our economy up if people are, are using this money. Um to stay afloat and they're using it correctly it, it should right now it's to help keep the economy afloat yeah because that's what we're that's where we're at right now you know yeah. that's you're asking landlords to to dismiss rent for two three months you're asking for banks to forgive loans for two or three months so obviously everything has to slow down and people just need to keep that in consideration when you're looking at earnings for businesses when you're looking at uh, a, a projection for a stock or something you might buy 
you can't go on the projection it had a year ago because the world's changed. Absolutely. And I think the main thing with the stimulus package and the purpose of it, to your point, is really so we can weather the storm. I think the biggest thing of this economy slowdown, this economy um, turnaround we've seen is because of the social distancing, the the stay at home orders that have been coming down. And that's where things halt. Now, that's all in an effort to curb the spread of coronavirus. And as we can hopefully get past the peak of this, I hope it's in the coming months and we're back to business as usual, whether it be in May, June, but we could be in a situation where July people are out and about again. They're going on vacations. They're taking those cruises. They're eating at their favorite restaurants and the economy's booming. The money is flowing again. And then the banks are getting back their loans. And now we're we're back to business as usual moving forward. I feel like this is literally just a move where we hopefully can just weather the storm. 100%. We And we are going to weather the storm. So, you know, <laughs> by the way, but this is still America. <laughs> We're going to weather the storm. We're going to get through. The world's going to get through it um, if you want to look at it from that matter. But like I said, take this time and maximize it. It doesn't matter what's. You know, I know everybody's hit. I know everybody's hurt. I, I, I'm taking a huge loss in income. But take this time and take advantage of it. You know, for me, having a brand new son, I guess I'll call it a COVID baby. <laughs> I get to spend more time with him than I would have spent. And I'm grateful for that time. I'm not grateful for the reason, but I'm grateful for the time. I'm grateful for that bond. I'm grateful for the relationship. I literally have a list of things that I'll do if we're if 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 Greenville South Carolina, where it goes to a lockdown scenario, I have a list of things I'm going to do for my business. I have numerous social media projects I want to work on to, so it's ready to go. Because you know, I am Ted. We talk all the time about I don't want to launch something until I have it ready. Everything's locked and cocked. I have mm-hmm. everything in the barrel, but I have these projects, these videos that we've discussed that I want to do. Financial videos to help people, um, you know, that I want to do. If you think, you know, and 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 take this time and don't don't pout. Like, if you think there's any chance that you might be be ready for some stimulus money or, or or that money may you know apply to you why are you not looking why are you not online why are you not if if you can't if you read through it and you don't understand it why are you not talking to someone who may be able to tell you well yeah that applies to you you should apply for that this is how you apply for it you know the the government is is actually putting out some effort on the financial end to to keep you to keep you afloat um and the more you read and the more that comes out and you're, you're gonna have to do your part and stay on top of it and and make sure you understand what you're applying for and and find some opportunity there because it's there. There's always opportunity. Um, for those of you in the service industry that are getting killed, like I said, man, when you guys are back open, we'll all be back. We'll be back with heavy pockets and heavy tips. You just got to make it through. If you were looking for a, a, a time to maybe make a career change, why not now? Why not study? Why not put the time in the books? Why not get that new certification so you can be a – an airline attendant or whatever it is that you were thinking about doing. You know, there's, there's always going to be an excuse to not do anything, but there's always going to be an opportunity to make the most of something. I love it. I love your, your, your outlook. And that's kind of why we talk so much and we, we link up so much just because you're out, your outlook and your perspective of everything is always, you know, glass half full, you know, we're, we're going to make it. And how can we be better coming out of this? And something I learned a long time ago in college, and it's kind of what you're talking about now for people with businesses who are going through a hard time, it all comes down to the paperwork. I hate paperwork just as much as the next person. But if you have your structured LLC, if you are 
having all your filings up to date and you go online, the services is there for you. In terms of the, the, the stimulus check that's coming, for those who are like, oh, well, I haven't filed my tax returns for 2019, they're filing, they're, they're going to refer to 2018 tax returns. But what if you made more money in 2018? In 2019, you took a hit. You're going to be looked at through your 2018 taxes because you might have taken a little bit more time to file your 2019 taxes. And I know everybody's situation is different. Everybody will adjust differently. Whoever's listening, of course, we always wish you the best and we we want to help you, which is why um, we always keep the lines of communication open. With that being said, Charles, how can folks reach out to you if they have any questions, concerns, or might just want to pick your brain on what to do with their business because you already gave a great couple of ideas for a couple different industries. How can folks connect with you and maybe learn a little bit more and, and help? You can help them weather the storm. I'm easy to find. Uh, you can shoot me a message on the Facebook page, rx.com. Email is charles at r-axis.com. I'm on Instagram, uh, cjruss underscore. Um, and I'm on Facebook, Charles Russ. And, and I, I reply back, man, I, I, I like to think I'm here to help. I do my best to help everybody, but you know, you're going to have to help yourself. So make sure you're reaching out, make sure you're staying on top of everything, make sure you're you're looking for that next opportunity cuz just like some people are going to go under because of this, some people are going to come out of here and make themselves new millionaires. Absolutely. And the decision now is left on you on which one of those two you're going to be. Because like we always say at the end of the episode, Charles, thank you so much. And we also say we do say thank you, Charles, every, at the end of every episode, don't we? I appreciate it. I know, I know. I appreciate that, too. <laughs> but we always say everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. But you can't get the pleasure without a little pain. And that's probably more true now than ever before while recording this podcast. Let's grow. The No Rain, No Rainbows podcast is recorded at Camaraderie, a collective workspace in Greenville, South Carolina, right off the Swamp Rabbit Trail. If you're looking for a place to grow your business, network with other professionals, and establish your own workspace, Camaraderie is the place to do so. Get access to high-speed internet, private showers and towel service, free methodical coffee, and free beer on tap. For more details, be sure to head over to camaraderiecowork.com or hit the link in the show notes and find out how you can lock in your space with rates starting at just $99 a month. Be sure to tell them that Ted sent you and try it out for free. You never know, you just might find a new home at Camaraderie. Let's grow.